So why is revealing your blind spots and your weaknesses so, so crucial for your growth? Here's why. These are flat sides in your character that are preventing you from getting to where you want. And usually they are in in a variety of spaces. It could be relational, creative, health, business, financial, spiritual skills, all these things that are necessary for you to reach that next level, you know, and they are underdeveloped in you for whatever reason, it doesn't matter why, but they're central to your human flourishing. And how does that happen in the first place? Well, it happens because we sort of naturally in our hum humanity really tend to double down and invest in the things that we're naturally good at and underinvest in the things that we're naturally not good at. And with time, it sort of catches up with us, right? So you can't ignore it anymore. And it manifests itself uh, through pain, through emotional pain, spiritual pain, relational pain, right? It's, it's really fascinating because if our bodies send us signals of pain, basically saying, hey, you need to pay attention to this part of the body, and there's something off. Uh, we respond to that, right? We attend to it, we go to the doctor, we ask questions that so we know what to do, and we sort of proceed with that. On the personality and spiritual and emotional and relational aspect, we sort of tend to ignore those things, right? And we mask them, minimize them, um, and sort of just push through them. And then we hit a wall, and, and we're so unhappy and so miserable, and we just lose sight of what the problem is. And here's the difference between a weakness. It's something that you sort of know you're bad at, you know. <laughs> um, for example, you can be bad at apologizing, bad at developing talent in your company, bad at being romantic with your spouse. You're sort of not emotionally present for your kids. You can be bad at looking at, a at the details, the financials of your, of your business and keeping track of that and being disciplined with that. Uh, so it could be all kinds of things and the reasons are all kinds of things, but we, we just don't deal with it, right? And it catches up with us. And the difference between a blind spot and a weakness is this. You're aware of the weakness. You just sort of choose to not deal with it. You're not even aware of the blind spot. Those are the most dangerous things because if you have a focus or ambition and a... a, a necessary level of aspiration or even despair and you know what the target is you know what the problem is you'll you can attack it but if you have a blind spot you don't even know what you don't know right so how do you deal with it well you create space to to identify it right it's almost like a diag self-diagnosis first because you go okay so what is this thing so you can you can create space to meditate and contemplate and journal and, and flush this out. Things that are sort of in the buried inside, right? You're, you know, you've, you're, you've stuffed them for years, perhaps. And you take them to the surface and you go, okay, well, therapy can help with that as well. Coaching can help with that as well. Being around people who you love and trust and you trust in their insights, you feel safe with them, um, you can recruit them and say, look, I sort of... I really feel like I need to deal with this. This is blocking my progress, my flourishing. I've hit a wall. I've hit a ceiling. And this is what we do in our coaching program uh, um, as part of it, actually, because it's so necessary. And and then people will start speaking truth to you. Not everybody, because people are generally speaking conflict avoiders. 
but if you find that one, two, maybe three friends, maybe older, more wise, advanced in their maturity, um, in whatever area you feel like, okay, this, this person has a special insight into this. Uh, oh my gosh, it's such a treasure if you can just reach out to them and say, will you give me some time? Well, can I get coffee for you once a week for the next month or two or twice a week or whatever? Um, set up a rhythm where they will agree and you will thank them profusely, but you will just sort of spill the beans and go, okay, this is everything. Can you help me sort this out? Where do I even start? Is there something that I don't see? If there's something I don't see, how do I find that? How do I deal with that? Where, where do I start? What are the tools? What are the expected sort of timelines for, for have you gone through that? Uh, how did you overcome that? So if you're curious enough and you sort of overcome this aversion to, to emotional pain and to digging deep and to uh, having complex inner work done um, with others and with the help of others and, of course, initiated by you, uh, what you'll find is these threads, right? The threads are the signals, the pain signals. And you can pull, it's a very thin thread because you, you've ignored it for so long, it's, you don't have the instincts to recognize it. Um, anyway, so you find this thread and then you just pull on the thread and keep pulling and it gives you to this, takes you to this place and to this place and to this place. And then it takes you to clarity and then it can take you to healing. And uh, to, in my book, what's really important to do and really the best way to go about it is to say once you identified what the problem was what the flight side is or the weakness is you decide in your mind and heart that now you are on a quest to make that thing your strength you're not merely trying to get to zero you're trying to get to plus 10 and you're basically saying all right who can help me with this? What books can I read? What podcasts can I listen to? What kind of practices do I need to instill in my life to take this from minus five first to, to minus three to minus one to zero to plus two plus three plus ten? This is now one of my core strengths. I would recommend doing that. It's incredible the effect that can have if you just devote yourself to making something that is a source of suffering into a superpower on this other side. Uh, this is something that I've done several times in, in my life uh, with all kinds of little things or uh, big things. You know, one, the biggest one probably was, and the most valuable and treasured one for me is romantic life. And, you know, I, I just didn't have the examples and um, the mentoring uh, early on in my childhood and I just didn't know how to make that work and had some trauma related to the divorce of my parents. And I basically said, look, I, I know I can figure this out. I just need to not stop until I do and until I become really good at it, actually. Um, and I can tell you with all humility, but also gratitude, that because of the help and the mentorship and the coaching that I got over the years, I've become really good at being a good husband, you know, and it's one of my strengths. Uh, but once, many years ago, it was not only my weakness, it was a blind spot. It was something that I literally didn't know how to start, begin to be good at. Uh, so I have a lot of faith in that process. I have a lot of faith in the process of, of being self-aware enough to go, you know what, I've, 
I know I've I know I'm stuck, right? I know that I'm that I have lost the spark, lost inspiration. There's something, there's something here that I need to learn. There's something that I need to pay attention to. There's a pain signal that's coming my way. And I, I am absolutely de- dedicated to flourishing in life and being the gift that I was meant to be to the world and serving everybody around me in, in, in the best possible way and fulfilling my assignment in life. So I'm not going to let this thing, I'm not going to let this thing that's preventing me, that's blocking me, that's almost like a sh- shackling me um, from moving forward. I'm going to deal with this head on. I'm going to be honest, vulnerable, intentional, and relentless in making my weakness or my blind side a strength. May you do the same thing and watch yourself thrive on the other side of this.